I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. All right, it's clear that nature had absolutely no idea what to do with testicles. They're always hanging out, flopping around, or sticking to your legs, probably the worst of the three, and that is why Tommy John created the ultimate hammock pouch. I have it on right now, I'm telling you. These underwear, when you're wearing Tommy John's, the hammock pouch, you are that much more comfortable than you do everything better. There's literally dozens of comfort innovations here. Once you've tried Tommy John underwear, and I'm not just saying this because I'm getting paid. I'm serious. I am wearing them now and absolutely love this underwear. And I usually don't like underwear. I mean, it annoys me because it's sticking to me. It's like riding up. They've sold 13 million pairs of these. So there's balls all across America. Not as great as my balls, but they love Tommy John underwear because everything stays in place with no flopping, no sticking, no chafing. I think flopping is the worst. Either way, Tommy John underwear has a non-rolling waistband as well. Perfect fit, legs don't ride up. You're covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear. And it's a free money back guarantee. So right now, here's the deal. You'll get 20% off site-wide at tommyjohn.com slash school. That's 20% off underwear and loungewear at tommyjohn.com slash school. tommyjohn.com slash school. See the site for details. I promise you're going to love this underwear. It's absolutely the best. No close second straight line syntax. It's been a really long time that I said I did this. Let, let me explain exactly what I mean. For those of you who really aren't familiar with this, the straight line syntax represents the order in which you go about creating certainty. In other words, sales at the highest level, right, is the transference of emotion. And the primary emotion that you're transferring is certainty, right? The certainty about your product, Certainty about yourself, that you know, you know, certainty about your product is awesome, that's 10. Certainty about yourself, the second 10. Certainty about the company standing behind the product, the third 10, right? You're transferring that certainty to another human being. That's what happens when you sell. Now, how you actually go about doing that, we have steps. So imagine like your goal, essentially, you know, broadly speaking, is that as you move someone down the straight line, from the open to the close, what you're doing basically is everything you say, everything you do, every document, every sales aid you use, whatever it might be, you're looking to build more and more certainty for each of the three tens. That's it. That's what's going on. And then eventually lowering the action threshold and then adding on pain. Now, what the straight line does is it gives you a step-by-step -step formula for doing that the same way every time. And the reason if you're one day, if you're, if you're new to the system, or if you've been here for a while, you just want to have reinforcement, when you look on the site, the networking site, and you see all these wacky stories, like people saying, I changed their lives, or the straight line did this, the straight line does that. They did. The reason why it's so effective is cause it's literally the all, I've never seen one, another system that's even close to it. It's an end to end system. It addresses every aspect of the sale from the first word out of your mouth to the moment either they buy or you end the conversation, right? Either with a, a callback or you have a speech again. It's all covered with the straight line and also covered with three forms of communication. 
tonality, body language, and the words you say. It, does, it, it wraps up all forms of communication and handles the entire sale from open to close. Now, remember the key here in terms of like, you know, going off the Pluto or your anus, right? Is that when you get caught up in, you know, sort of taking your prospect's answer, where they say you ask a question during your intelligence phase, and then they answer that question and then start drifting off to Pluto and you jump in because of that nightmare because the water's warm and you start going off to Pluto yourself, right? The key is that rather than doing that, you want to listen to people as they spiral, you want to listen to them and you know, uh-huh, oh, wow, mm-hmm. you're active listening and then you want to bring them back to the straight lines like, oh, wow, that's great. Then you say, and then you go back to the next question and you're intelligence guy, right? Now, in other words, when your prospect spirals off or interrupts you, you answer the question and you're, uh-huh, oh, wow, wait, and you move back to the point in the conversation where you left off. Those, you're staying straight along the syntax. So let's go through what the syntax actually is. Step one, you must take immediate control of the sale, right? Why? Because taking control opens up the possibility that you can make every sale the same. Those, once you're in control, you can go about picking the lock on his buying strategy in the most efficient, most elegant manner. That takes you to step two and three together, which is a double-headed step of intelligence gathering, right? And rapport building. Remember, the way we build massive rapport is through gathering intelligence. Now, obviously, even in those, even in those first four seconds, we're looking to start building rapport, but that second step of gathering intelligence, it's crucial that we do it in a way that positions us as the trusted family doctor, the trusted family friend, the advisor, versus the grand inquisitor. The grand inquisitor is out of rapport and not trusted. The family friend is trusted, the advisor is trusted, and they will open up to you. You may in rapport opens up the possibility to close, right? Now, those two steps, it ends with, after you've exhausted all the questions you need to ask, meaning you understand what their needs are, their values, their beliefs, their experience with other salespeople, experience with other products similar to yours, and also where their pain lies, which is huge. There's what's their deepest worry? What's their real, what's that part of them that feels out of control because of a lack of this product, right? And understanding that pain now essentially is going to be something we hold in harness. We don't resolve the pain just yet. We hold it in harness and we'll use that at the end of the sale to lower the action threshold and do our last loop, okay? Now, at the end, when you have all that information, what do you do? You do your straight line transition, where you take those that are right for your product, that need your product, want your product, can afford your product, they continue to drain down the line by you saying, well, John, Jim, based on everything you just said to me, this is a perfect fit for you. Let me tell you why. Or you say, you know what, Jim, John, Jill, you know, based on what you said, honestly, I really can't help you. It's not really the right fit. Here's where you can go. Or you can't, or sorry, I can't. If you send them where they can get help, or end the call. Don't take people who can't use your product or can't afford your product. Don't make presentations to them. That's a rookiesville, all right? So assuming that you can help the people, right? And they go through that, you know, Jim, based on what you said, this is a perfect fit for you. Let me explain why. And that explanation why represents your straight line presentation, right? Which you're gonna make, which focuses primarily on the first 10, the logical reasons why, 
right? Of course, you're always selling yourself a little bit as well. But again, that the primary focus, you're going to create certainly that first 10. You, you frame, you don't front load because you know you're going to get another two or three bites at the apple to fill in the rest of your presentation. Because you don't make one giant 10 minute presentation. You make a seven, uh, five to six minute presentation, knowing you're probably going to let me think about it anyway. And I have more things to say. And as you close that first time, right, you're going to ask for the order in certain terms. You're not going to you're not going to like wish you wash. You're like, Here's what I recommend you do. You're going to follow your energy in benefits out principles, right? Create urgency at the end if possible. And when you ask for the order and you get hit with either A, a yes, which means woo, you close the sale. B, no, very rare because you're going to weed those non those people out. And C, all the common objections that it's a maybe, right? You think about it, you call your back, bedtime, right? Hit with those, what do we do? We deflect the first objection. We loop back into presentation mode. I hear what you're saying, but let me hear this. Does the, does the idea make sense to you? Do you like the idea, right? And then we essentially, they say, yeah, it sounds pretty good. We say, exactly. Matching their tone, it really is very dear. In fact, the true beauty is, and then bam, here's where you fill in the blanks to that airtight logical case. And now you make it this wild scream from the hilltops, airtight logical case. The loop allows you to make that, make your case even that much tighter. And then after that, you get to run your forest gum pattern, right? You get to sell yourself, sell the company and ask for the a second time. That's your loop. What could happen here? Again, three things. They could say yes, no, or maybe. The maybe is the common objections. Yes, is they close sale of no, very rare. Again, they're going to give you an objection, right? And when they hit you an objection, you're going to loop. But this time you'll lower the action threshold before you ask for the order. With a pattern along the lines of, you know, Jim, let me ask you this. You know, um, you know, what's the worst that can possibly happen here? Let's say I'm wrong. And, you know, it doesn't do what I say. Whatever applies to your industry, if it's any guarantees that you have or a rescission period, you say, look, you know, you cash in your guarantee, you lose nothing. It's not going to put you in the poorhouse now, will it? They say, well, on the, and they say, no. You say, exactly. On the upside, what this will do for you, I'm even half right. And then you select future pacing and resolving their pain and bam, ask for the order again. That's when most people will close. Now, if they don't, then you can run one more loop and add on pain, which is the next step of the syntax. And after that, we have our create customers for life and asking for referrals. Bottom line. Now, again, I don't want to belabor the point here because you have all of these, each step in your weekly intensives in the resource library. So if you have anything you're confused about, go back to that actual training and you'll really see me do a deep dive into that step. But the point is, is that the straight line syntax is there to keep you on the straight line. So you don't go off wildly into Pluto goals or go zigzagging around. First things first, second things second, third thing, stay on the line, build certainty using, you know, logic first, emotion second, right? Because logical mind serves as the detector. You want to take that out of the equation. Once you have, once someone is logically certain, it frees them up, they move emotionally, right? So logic first, emotion second, right? You want to do the first 10 first, second 10 second, third 10 third. That's why they're called the three tens. Lower the action threshold, then add on pain. You wouldn't lower the action threshold at the beginning. It's towards the end. That's what the syntax is there for. And remember, it always starts with taking immediate control of the sale.